0: to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh your source for Marvel talk and news and all the things that you love about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh my name's Matt Carroll. Oh yeah, then I'm Jeff. No, you're not Jeff. you No, the, I'm not Jeff. You, you're following the script. Sorry, that's last week's script. What's up? um charles <laughs> my bad i
1: am I, charles mccall <laughs> from uh, from the ellic Carrier.
0: we uh you guys will remember charles from last week's episode but uh he we, this week i'm talking to charles because me and jeff don't like to speak anymore um we've decided that we're no longer friends and so uh <laughs> we're gonna alternate we're going to alternate podcasting with Charles now, every week. Dude, you were sick last week. That
1: is some victim blaming right there. You're sick. <laughs> you're blaming him for it. I'm we're just bad about victim blaming, apparently. I know. On this cast.
0: Uh, uh, but no, no uh, it's... Good. Yeah. Jeff's actually on his honeymoon this week, so you guys uh, send him good vibes and lots of Facebook niceties because he's on his honeymoon. Did you find it weird
1: like I did that he took a poster of Agent Carter... On his honeymoon with him, I thought that was a little weird.
0: Yeah, uh, and and left his left his wife here. Yeah, Um, I
1: totally dig it though. I like his style.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he knows what he wants, and um, he's not (laughs) he's not compromising.
1: (laughs) Hey, baby, kiss me and knock me out. Come on, you can do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like he's spraying chloroform on his own uh, poster just so he can uh, he can get the full Carter experience. Oh, see what you miss, Jeff. When you decide to
1: actually have a life, you know, yeah, this, this is you get punished see? for for actually having a life. So. Are you
0: married, Charles? I don't know.
1: I am. I'm married with four
0: kids. Married with four kids. Wow. Yeah. I am. I'm still single. See, I I don't have to deal with any of that. I um uh, <laughs> all I get all I have to do all day is podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no one's no. I'm responsible to no one. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> anyway, uh, well, welcome to. Tonight, everybody, we're going to be talking about episode 13 of season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tonight. Uh, The episode is called One of Us, and we'll also be covering a very, very tiny amount of news. Uh, (laughs) There wasn't a whole lot that happened in the MCU this week. Apparently, Um, Jeff
1: packed it up in his luggage when he left.
0: Yeah, yeah. um, Tied it to the back of his bumper uh, to, to head off on his honeymoon. He took all the news with him.
1: Well, I, you know, I brought some news last week, and I forgot to to mention it. So, oh, yeah. Well, uh, that's great. Mention news for us. Two, I think it's two episodes ago. You talked about Winter Soldier and the the guys. I think they're brothers. I don't remember. The, the, Russo, those, the two brothers.
0: Guys, Russo brothers. Russo
1: brothers. Russo. See, this is why I don't do
0: the news. This is why I just fill in. You know. Man, oh, you're telling me, man. That's Jeff's job. <laughs> yeah, hey, I know, right? I, I feel so, I feel really awful that it's 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 the week that he's gone, and it's my responsibility for once. And I have nothing. I have like no news whatsoever. So um, sorry, sorry, Jeff. I'm letting you down. <laughs> uh, well, we kind of covered the
1: same stuff last week. So we didn't. Get, you and I didn't get to talk Daredevil. So we'll that's do that. true. Oh yeah. Uh, but those directors you said you know, they jumped ship from Marvel and went to Sony and signed and is rumored that they might be taking on some of the Spider-Man films, which still yeah, might be a
0: possibility. They, they, they signed a first look deal with Sony, which means Sony gets the first option on any original content they create. Um, and, and everyone was presuming that meant they were going to take over the Spider-Man franchise because it's, it's obvious, it, it, obviously they're working with Marvel on Captain America and they're going to be introducing Spider-Man in civil war. So, or, or that's also presumed <laughs> lots of assumptions right. going into everything I'm saying right now. <laughs> um, but because of that, um, everyone was assume, assuming it was going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, it still could be. It still could be. It has been. I'm not.
1: I can't remember the source. So again, I I take it with a grain of salt. But I believe it has been confirmed or at least mentioned that we know there's a Ghostbusters reboot coming out. That's all female, which actually Mm -hmm. looks really awesome but there's going to be a Ghostbusters right after that in the same universe that's all male. So yes. it's, it's, they, even though they called it a double reboot, it's not really, it's kind of a going forward in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But the, those, the Russo brothers are going to direct the all-male version.
0: Yeah, that's good because they're really, really chauvinist. Um, are they really? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on that. It's um, <laughs> just, just messing with you. Um no, they uh yeah, I th- I think uh it's interesting that everyone's following the Marvel um the Marvel you know plan of having a combined universe. Um I th- I have a buddy who thinks who he hates the Marvel cinematic universe. Um when I started this podcast he was he was all uh, down on my starting of this podcast, he's like, "I don't." If you ever want a con view, I think he left a he left a comment on our Facebook once saying, "If you ever want someone to give the like opposite opinion, I'll be on." And I'm like, "We're not gonna have someone on just to like shit on the Marvel Cinematic Universe." Like, that's and I was like, "What what what don't you like? What don't you like about the Marvel? What what movies don't you like?" And he's like, "Oh, I've never seen them." <laughs> I was like, "Well, what? then you can't." You can't say you can't be on a no. You can't be on our show to shit on something you've never right. seen. Um, you know,
1: unless you're just a DC fanboy, and
0: let me tell you, I've got a Batman tattoo. Okay. Oh yeah.
1: I, I'm a Batman fanboy. I've got actually a Batman signet ring on right now. I, <laughs> I'm a little, little overboard with the Batman stuff sometimes. But hey, unless man, you're just I, a I fanboy, love some, DC. Ah, uh, yeah. Who doesn't love Batman? You know. Except well, no, the Joker actually does love Baby. We could go into that but It's a whole other oh, yeah. show. He's he's but, in uh, love. He's in love with that. <laughs> if, yeah. If you just hate on Marvel and you haven't watched it, then honestly, you're you're just missing out because the movies are so great, not just from a fan point fanboy standpoint. My wife does not like comics at all. And she enjoyed all of Agent Carter. She's enjoying Agent of the Shield. She's loved all the Marvel movies that have come through. And fe- especially Guardians, she really, really enjoyed Guardians. Oh, the game. Guardians See, just had the widest appeal.
0: Right? I think of any and, Marvel movie yet. I think any comic talking, book movie fun. ever. It, it was the widest appeal. I I would probably say one of the best as well. But it, it definitely had the widest appeal of any any comic book movie ever.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it was the way the way the comic was built, and then the movie was built off of that. Was just again huge appeal. Uh, and and great stuff. And honestly, it's it's just like saying, "Well, you know, screwed that Indiana Jones, man. He's just a, a turd." But I never saw the movies. You know? Yeah,
0: no. And and I so 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 when I when I pursued him further to ask him about why he didn't like it, then he basically said that he didn't like what it was doing to the movie industry. Uh, in that makes billions of dollars, perhaps. Well, well that <laughs> yes. But what his, his point was that everyone is trying to mimic it now, and that everyone's trying to make a shared universe and not all things need shared universes. Agreed. Like you don't need four different spin I and, and I think this might be a case of that. I think we might be, I think DC needs it. Like DC is, yeah. is a perfect analog to Marvel. I'm an, I'm annoyed that their TV stuff isn't in the same universe. Um, I'm very. Annoyed. Oh, it's kind of the Flash and the Arrow are, but some of the other stuff. Oh no, isn't. they're not. Well, no, I'm sorry. Flash and Arrow are in the same universe. I say, I disagree. But yeah, you're correct. <laughs> but they're not in the same universe as the movies.
1: No. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 DC yeah, Cinematic Universe is going to be different
0: than the DC TV Universe, yeah, and even yeah. within itself, the DC TV Universe is split into like Gotham and then Arrow and Flash, yeah. and then they're they're also. Constantine Is that still on? I don't know It was on I don't know if it got renewed or not I don't either It didn't seem like it was doing that well I really loved the first episode of Constantine And then I watched um, The second and third And they just totally seemed like Creature of the week And I just don't I don't get into that very well It felt like a procedural show yeah, it kind of was. And then it, it, it dipped down and it kind of came back
1: to the main arc of the storyline with yeah. with a little bit. I mean, that kind of show, you're going to have to
0: have the Creature of the Week. Yeah, period. kind of. It, but... See, like, Mar- uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, does Creature of the Week, especially in Season 1. But every Creature of the Week... Uh, contributed to the larger story in some way. Well, this
1: is NBC we're talking about. It's not like they're known for their greatest depiction of shows ever. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They
1: bent over Serenity in a hard way, or Firefly rather. That was Fox, right? Okay, so another screwed up TV show.
0: Yeah, Fox (laughs) is really, any network TV is pretty much bad at producing content that is going to be, you know, the fanboys are going to (laughs) love.
1: It seems like ABC is, but only because ABC is owned by the companies who are creating this stuff versus licensing it out and putting their own version, I think.
0: That's true. Uh, and, and I think that ABC, because they're owned by Disney, doesn't care nearly as much if Agent Carter does well uh, <laughs> or like yeah. if, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does well. They're willing to give it a, a long runway because they realize they're not only contributing to when – when people watch Agent Carter and S.H.I.E.L.D., they're – contributing to their larger mcu right.
1: um,
0: they're building fans that are going to go oh wait i just watched this show and and now i'm going to go back and watch i'm going to go see age of ultron because it has Haley atwell in it you know <laughs> mm-hmm. um as the same character that i've been watching on tv you know
1: absolutely absolutely now there is some there is some uh new information leaked about age of ultron there was a, a script leak. Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't.
0: Uh, don't tell me too much.
1: <laughs> I won't tell you too much, but I'll tell you it, it's a little weird. Uh, Tony Stark goes on another mission, of course, as he does. He leaves the Avengers. And he gets this crystal skull, and he goes through <laughs> these odd adventures. And you know, it just sounds like a, a rip off of something else we've seen at
0: Yeah, know. yeah. Is Shia LaBouffe in that one?
1: I, he doesn't exist in my world, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you seen Rob Cantor's Shia LaBeouf? On YouTube <laughs> no. It sound, I don't know why it sounds hilarious even though it's just a title okay no. all right all right you need to watch Shia LaBeouf by Rob yep. Cantor okay and as does the rest of the audience uh it's the best thing I've ever seen
1: so this is this is the MCU cast shiny shiny moment edition uh because it's just going to go sideways I can already feel it yep. uh, Because that that reminded me of there's a vine out there of Morgan Freeman doing a voiceover. And it comes down to that moment. You realize Morgan Freeman is a white boy and it cuts to the guy doing the voice and it's some skinny white guy. doing. Oh,
0: yeah. Perfect.
1: Morgan Freeman. There's a guy
0: going around doing that. He does. um, I think he's the guy that does the true facts videos on YouTube. Um, He does. They're called like true facts about the octopus or true facts about the whatever animal. He does a whole animal series, but he always does them in Morgan Freeman's voice. And it is some white guy. Um, He also did one called his highest rated one is true facts about Morgan Freeman. And Uh it's just little like snippets about Morgan Freeman. And it's almost like the Chuck Norris jokes, like Morgan (laughs) Freeman once blah, blah, you know, like. Yeah. But but not violent. (laughs) Yeah, They're like a less violent version of the Chuck Norris jokes.
1: <laughs> so uh, we know what movies are coming up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, here's something I find interesting. This year, right, we're getting Ant-Man mm-hmm. and Age of Ultron. Is there
0: a third one this year that we're no, getting? we're only getting no, two hey. this year. Uh, I think we're only getting two for the next three years.
1: That's still a lot.
0: It's still, it still is. Um, and we're getting a ton of TV um, considering yeah. all the Netflix stuff. But, yeah, I think they originally when they announced it, they said these series are going to be coming in 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, And then but they never have said when in 2015. And they didn't exactly specify if they're going to start in 2015 and then they're going to release them over the course of two years or over the course of one year. Uh, my, My initial take was I thought they were saying they were going to release all five Netflix series this year. Um it, it it's now a little up in the air cuz we still don't have the casting for Iron Fist. We still don't have much in the way of information on Luke Cage or much, really that much on AKA Jessica Jones either. So, um it, a lot of people are speculating that it's actually going to be 2016. Like mm-hmm. like they're going to do um Daredevil and Jessica Jones this year and then they're going to do Luke Cage and Iron Fist next year. Oh, this was, this was
1: on uh, From the Helicarrier. And I don't know if you guys covered this at some point. But uh, uh, they're talking about, of course, the Inhumans movies. And this is not a joke. This, I know i led mm. you before, but you can trust me, I promise. I
0: just don't know.
1: Uh, <laughs> but uh, Black Bolt, right? Here's the perfect casting to me for Black Bolt. We know once an actor takes a role anywhere in the MCU, uh, on the TV, or on the movies, that's canon. They are that character, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, hey... I would love to see Vin Diesel as Black Bolt. Like no no you can't do that. He's the voice of Groot. But like, that's perfect. As Groot you never see him but you hear him. As yeah. Black Bolt you never hear him but you see him. Yeah. It's
0: fucking awesome. I think it would be pretty amazing uh if they had him. We we actually talked about that on the show once. Okay. Um Jeff Jeff brought that in one time. Talk about uh that he he was he he's being um talked about in that role and uh, it would be pretty amazing for him to be in two roles in the Marvel cinematic universe and only say three words. Yeah. Like he's still (laughs) be great. (laughs) Black Bolt finally spoke and his word was Groot.
1: (laughs) Um, well, he does at some point. He'll whisper something in some battle, right? I mean, yes, he does exactly. speak at some point. It's usually in whispers. So it'd be great if he said uh, like,
0: "I am Groot." That'd be uh,
1: God. Uh, that'd be that'd be hilarious. Or maybe
0: they'll replace his voice with someone else since it's only a few words, you know? <laughs> maybe like Vin Diesel will open his mouth and it'll yeah. be like, "Stop it!" Yeah, no, right? That's he hears a little girl going, <laughs> "I am Groot." Yeah, you know, he's got uh, Black uh, Bolt, the most powerful voice in the universe. Stop it.
1: You guys stop fighting. That would be perfect. And Hulk flies. Um, (laughs) Hulk goes flying. Uh, uh, Going back to uh, Ant-Man and and Avengers, right? So I'm not exactly sure how exactly award seasons run. I know there's certain times we release it in certain time frames, and a lot of movies get pushed out at the end of the year just so they can qualify. Yeah. Uh, But it is feasible that Ant-Man can go up against Age of Ultron for some kind of award. Sure, definitely. And I would love to see, uh, of course, I want to see the Avengers win. I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. But I'd love to see Ant Man win something. But Tony, uh, not Tony, sorry, but Robert Downey Jr. actually come up and pull the Kanye. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, you know, like, say the Ultron, uh, Ultron wins, and he comes up and goes, I'm going to let you finish, but Ant Man was the most important movie to the Marvel Cinematic Universe ever. Because <laughs> he's already basically said that. I think it'd be fun if he did that as a Kanye kind of thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if Ant-Man <laughs> beats them somehow, he's like, "No, yeah. no Paul Rudd, I'm going to speak."
1: I do love Okay, my favorite line from Ant-Man. I've watched that trailer too many times. It was shot right here in my backyard. In fact, in, in, every day that I go to work, when I when I actually go to the gigs that I have, I drive past the building that was Pym Technologies. And huh. what was great is I didn't know they were filming in Georgia, and I roll up and I could see the the emblem from behind essentially. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know that, that series of circles and lines. That's, that's PIM technologies. What? And then I roll past it and it says PIM technologies. are like, seriously, are they going to build a real one? That'd be awesome. No, it was a movie of course. Uh, but I've watched that a bunch because I, I know some people who were extras in it and this and that and the other, and it was fun. But my favorite line is Paul Rudd is like, is it, is it too late to change the name?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, that's awesome, dude. It's great. It's great. It's very self-aware. Um... It- and of of just, how dumb I, the name is. The, the name is dumb. Yeah, the name is straight up.
1: Well, it's, it's really on the nose, is what it is.
0: Yeah, it's exactly.
1: A hundred percent on the nose. It's like Groot being Tree Man. Yeah, I mean, exactly.
0: Yeah. Although Groot, is not that far off from Root. I just say it. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. far enough that I've never noticed. <laughs> 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 now that you say it, I feel a yeah. little silly. But <laughs> what has been heard
1: cannot be unheard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pardon my so cough. hey
1: speaking of being sick how are you doing this week
0: um better better my voice is still pretty rough but it uh the coughing has has gone down a good bit so i'm hoping that by the weekend which starts tomorrow for me uh i'll be able to sing normally i'm playing in atlanta again this weekend you should come out ah that'd be awesome come playing friday awesome. night i have to find out where you are we'll do that yeah um but but feel- feel feeling better feeling better yeah uh just just uh hoping that I can feel even better by this weekend
1: Now see uh, if you had a girlfriend or wife, they come and take care of you, they bring you out soon oh, i do
0: i have I have, a, I have a beautiful girlfriend that is very sweet to me, but uh
1: you just disowned on the because you you're you're beholden to no one
0: well I'm not married <laughs> you know i I don't have uh responsibilities. <laughs>
1: Bitch, so, aces shields so on. You better shut up and get in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> I would never. Yeah, the would the never. opinions
1: of Charles are not reflected by the host of the show.
0: She's going to listen to this. I like how you're... Uh, you're I was are the disclaimer there. Yeah, that, your disclaimer yeah. was just specifically to my girlfriend. <laughs> like, it was. <laughs> Alyssa, the, uh, the opinions <laughs> of Charles McCall do not represent the opinions of Matt Carroll. <laughs>
1: I mean, he did write that in an email, but he didn't say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I want to talk to you about Daredevil. Actually, I want you to talk to me about Daredevil. You were sick last week. The trailer dropped. Jeff and I got to squeal all over it. You didn't yep. get a chance. Give us your, your take on the Daredevil.
0: You know, I haven't seen it since last week. When it, well, I saw it last week when it first dropped, and I haven't seen it since. Um, And I am a little fuzzy. My memory is a little fuzzy on it. Uh
1: call Jeff on the phone right now and he can tell you minute by
0: minute what happened in the trailer <laughs> I was uh I think, I think I was like I was so sick last week I just barely I watched it once yeah. and then didn't go back to it
1: uh okay so Vincent D'Onofrio I'll, I'll give you some recaps and what we talked about Vincent D'Onofrio very human in this he, he very much loves Hell's Kitchen he went about reforming it in the way of taking over you know being the yeah. kingpin yeah, yeah. if I, I can control remember- all
0: crime I remember I remember a good bit of it. Yeah. I the um I d- I definitely love the idea of him being a very human villain. Um I I always love that. I, I love when you can really see everything from the villain's perspective and you could you could almost be on their side.
1: Yeah. I love, love that, that they get daredevil the super cheesy line of we're nothing alike. It's like, yeah, kind of are."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which reminds me of this week's uh, episode of Shield, which we won't get into too much, but kind of uh some some of the some of the storyline there reminds me of uh some of the conflict that is arising, especially when you talking about what's happening with Mac and Hunter. Mm. Um,
1: Oh, the Stinger. Yeah, the Stinger was very interesting this week. That even
0: mean. Um we actually have some feedback about that, and we'll we'll talk to it, we'll talk about it after the episode um talk but we have some feedback we actually received last week which um was a theory um from uh Tom Howd uh he has a theory about that and it seems very likely and he, and he gave us the theory before this week's episode and now it's it's really seeming like it's coming possibly coming to pass so Here's a good.
1: So so we're you're ta- you're talking about once we get into spoilers we'll we'll get to that part of the show and we'll read the feedback and Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. that that feedback cuz it's very spoilery. We have okay. a couple of spoilery feedbacks this week. It's cool to know you're right,
1: you know. Yeah. You know
0: that you know when your feedback
1: has to be held until <laughs> the spoiler part of the show then you're you're on the right track. Oh
0: that's yeah. Pretty- yeah, yeah. I, I that's one thing I've really enjoyed is uh coming up with theories on this show and then them being proven out. Our theory with uh with and we've talked about it multiple times but with Daisy and Quake and it with her being Daisy and Quake and all that stuff uh really really bore out and we we we, we came up with it so far in advance we were so yeah. excited we were just so excited. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I got
1: to say, it is really awesome when you, when you go, man, he, he's kind of like Mr. Jekyll, or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And then you Jeff goes and looks it up, and sure enough, there's this character. Yep. And sure enough, <laughs> he actually ends up being that character. Yeah, it was totally a just really cool.
0: throw, throwaway thing. Like, you know what? He kind of yeah. seems like this. And he's like, ooh, I think that might be the thing. <laughs> Which revealed <laughs> no. all the other parts of it the pretty fox great. owns the
1: thing he can't be the thing <laughs> so it did get revealed a little bit of daredevil news it did get revealed that i think was an obvious reveal not but it was confirmed that daredevil is only going to start off in the black but he will go to his red and yellow suit
0: oh, okay uh, see i, I, I that is that show. is good to hear um was that in the trailer did it show the No, and the trailer's all
1: black, I okay. do believe. I think it just came out after the trailer. Uh, there were questions or whatever. Maybe it was an interview, honestly. This is why I don't do the news. I don't know. Other people tell gotcha. me these things.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, glad to hear that, but I wouldn't have been too upset if, like, season one, he's in the black, right? and then, like, and you know, sense. season two, or even in the Defenders, we see him in his red red costume. Yeah. but Or, or, or maybe, like, by the very end. Or, yeah, the finale of season one, he, he puts on the real suit. Because yeah. apparently it's some sort of origin story. Or,
1: uh, yeah, or if you really want to go CW on it, go eight years and then finally give them the suit, you know? Oh, like yeah, right? Belt.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen every episode of Smallville. <sighs> I did,
1: and I gave up after like season six going, come on. I'm not a teenage girl. I need you to actually do something.
0: Yeah. The yeah. the CW shows in general are a little bad about that. Yeah. Um, I heard, I was hearing some podcasts speak this week about... You know what it was? It was Fat Man on Batman. Oh, that'd be uh, Kevin Smith. Yep, Kevin Smith's uh, podcast about Batman. And they were talking about Gotham and how it's not getting as good of ratings as Flash and Arrow are. were Batman's uh, not in it. Well, that. But they're also equating it to the fact that it's not as (laughs) CWE. There's not as much like who's going to get in a relationship with who and blah, 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 blah. It's more about the characters and the... Um, you know, the, 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 the storylines about the villains and the heroes and the blah, blah, you know, um, and it's less about, it's less soap opera is really, I think they even said it that way that it's, you know, not, not as much of a soap opera. And they were, they were saying that they thought they should make it more soap opera to appeal to a wider audience so they can get better numbers. And I was like, that's the worst idea that's the worst. What are you talking about, Kevin Smith? I thought you were one of us. <laughs> I, you know, it's rare, it's
1: rare that I uh, disagree with Kevin. Uh, usually he, he and I see spot on with things, and and I think he's wrong in the sense that here's what, in this new world of new media, here's what will happen. It'll tank on the CW, and it won't tank because there's a great fan base there. It's a great storyline from what I understand. I only got to see the first episode, and they took half of them off of Hulu, and I'm not going to watch it out of order. So uh, i got to wait for a while to catch up and watch it in order. But it's, it's got a good following of fanboys. It's got a good following of adults. You spend money. And what will happen is if it doesn't pull the CW number, CW will drop it, and somebody like Hulu, Netflix, Yahoo screens will pick possibly,
0: it up. Possibly, possibly. I will say it's, not on, it's actually not on the CW. Gotham isn't. It's on um, Fox, it's on Fox isn't it? exactly. Ah. So it's a different kind of show, which is this channel of like serenity and has had some great shows. They just don't last, and it's it's like I understand well, I, where Kevin's coming from, where he's like, oh, it's yeah. got to get the numbers to last, so they need to do these things. Um, yeah, they
1: kind of do that in the. Flash, but that's also CW. Yep, CW and Arrow are very cw I don't know, I think Fox might be trying to compete with Marvel, though, and ABC, because it's going more serious than it is. Although yeah. the first year of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it was uh, Sky and, and uh, Douchebag, Ward? Agent Ward, I, I, Yeah, You
0: know, I never saw that as a huge part of the show i mean there definitely was that there it was undertones there yeah, was, was there. and there was there was may it was like may is may may and ward were together and then you know but it was such a small part of the story i really didn't feel like it was a big part of the story it didn't it didn't overdrive it to me and like you watch flash and it's a huge part of the episode oh, I, every oh, week yeah which girl is he going to be with <laughs> which of the three uh, four. If you count Felicity characters, is he gonna oh, right? is he gonna be with? And it's just like oh, she's so hot. She she's a pretty girl. She she's smart too. That's what that's what I love about her.
1: They don't dumb her down at all. She's super smart. She's wiser than the guys that surround her, and she's smoking hot.
0: Yeah, see, I prefer a good dumb girl, personally. No, I'm joking. Again, this is going out to your girlfriend. <laughs> again, um, Alyssa, this uh, that was a joke <laughs> and does not express the uh. Here's the, real the actual disclaimer. opinions of me.
1: Here, here's the real disclaimer. Charles is a derailer of shows and a very, very bad influence on people. Yeah,
0: yeah. You see so. this? You see this, Alyssa?
1: I'll take full credit on that. <laughs> it's Charles, well, you is can't fault. hang out with him no more. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. But, Whatever. Uh, yeah. I hang
0: out with who I want. No responsibilities. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh, forever joke, alone. I joke that she listens to the shows whenever it it, it, uh, it makes sense for the joke. Uh, But she really doesn't listen to my shows.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, my wife the same way. I do a podcast with my wife now, and she'll listen to that one. But she (laughs) listens to the
0: one that she's actually on. On, yeah, that's funny. I almost never listen to the podcast I'm actually on.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly in the editing process I will, but other than that, I, I I was there. You know, so it's really, really odd.
0: Yeah, just occasionally I will, uh, just to see, and I'm like, hey, we were actually pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, when you do a, uh, when you do the perfect show for you, this is a little behind baseball for everybody listening. When you do the perfect show for you, you will listen to it over and over again, and that may not be the perfect show for an audience. Uh, so, I do a couple of shows on my own, and they're great. And they've got great audiences and people feedback every week. And I love doing them, but the one I do with my wife, I listen to every time. Yeah, I listen to it when I record it, obviously, because I'm there. I listen to it when I edit it. And then once it comes out on iTunes, I'll actually listen to it again. And I, I just love it. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things that's just, just it's just cool, man. It's a sweet well, what's spot.
0: that podcast called, Charles? It's called
1: Ermagard. It's a mashup podcast.
0: Ermagard, oh, like ERM. Yeah.
1: E-R-M-E-R-G-E-R-D off of the meme. Because I saw my wife was trying to figure out, what are going to call it? And she pulled up some meme of a turtle going, er, Irma it's mashed potatoes. I'm like, that's it. Call it nice. er, Irma It's a mashup podcast. It's at mashuppodcast.com, and it covers mashups. And it started off about the music because I love mashups. I love bringing – it's not even an official genre, but to me it's a genre of that music of of the de- three artists, typically, or more. You know, the two musicians who made the music and the DJ who married it together. And, and doing that, but it really became about how funny my wife is and, and how she keeps me in place. It's very funny.
0: Nice. That's great. So, Everybody check out Irma Gard.
1: Yeah. so cool. Mashuppodcast.com. There you
0: go. Cool. Well, uh, I guess that's probably all the news we have, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, uh, I, had, I had a little feedback that we can use, throw in here before the uh
1: before we go into spoilers, oh, um, you and, need you need to get the bumper for feedback. A little button that you hit—that's uh, the plant from Little Shop of Horrors.
0: Feed me. That'd be good. There you I, go. I love Little Shop of Horrors. I'll I'll make all of our bumpers Little Shop of Horrors related. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> this one's this one's real quick. And uh, Juan Carlos Nunez uh, posted on Facebook. Uh, is it just me, or does the audio seem to run a little slow? <laughs> um, He was talking about <laughs> last week's episode, and I just wanted to apologize to everyone. uh yeah, the audio was running at like point or it was running at like ninety six percent and it made uh Charles and Jeff sound funny. I just like the, to ruin the shows that I'm not on're <laughs> um, <You damn> bastards <laughs> just things go wrong when I'm not here. <laughs> see even though I'm doing the editing so yep sorry about that guys uh it took you uh four percent longer to listen to last week's episode <laughs> um, I just wanted to waste your time really um sorry about that <laughs> um, but that's all the feedback for until spoiler section we've got oh, okay. a lot of feedback about in the spoiler section here um and by a lot I mean like two like two whole feedbacks um <laughs> So um, let me just say, uh, first off, uh, if you want to support the show right now, the best way to do that, we've got no way to support the show, really, um, except for subscribing on iTunes and leaving a review. If you're here and you're enjoying the show, please go subscribe on iTunes and leave reviews. Um, That really helps us out a whole lot. Um, And go
1: start a podcast about what MCU cast talked about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Start a podcast about our podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Call it the cast cast Yeah, (laughs) you're welcome. He's got a million ideas. Charles does. Uh, (laughs) You're fueled by alcohol, and none of them are really that good. Ooh, I'm out of beer.
1: Oh, it's time to fetch another one. I'll fill this space.
0: To talk, uh, talk to him, Charles. Uh, I'm going to get a well, beer.
1: Shame, shameless plug time actually is right in the middle of the podcast awards right now. And one of my shows, Success Freaks, was nominated in a general category. And MCU cast will absolutely be up there next year and probably in entertainment and TV or movie and TV or entertainment. Uh, but they just didn't weren't aware of the awards this year. But if you would be so kind, if you like what, I've, what little joviality I've brought to this show, if you would go over to podcastawards.com. And vote for Success Freaks in the general category, once a day, and then verify your vote in email.
0: I would love you a long time. Yeah, oh. guys,
1: go check it out. I'm gonna know that you didn't, and I'm gonna cancel Daredevil because I have that kind of power.
0: He does. Uh, he's a he's a he's a man about town. I'm a mighty, mighty wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you spit right. your beer? <laughs> nope. I just I just laughed uh, through my lips, but um, <laughs> but I almost spit my beer on the microphone. Nice. Um anyway, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Uh we are in partnership with Forty Five Magazine. That's at forty five magazinecom magazine uh, dot com. if you want to contact us to leave some feedback, uh so we have more than three next week <laughs> <laughs> um, hit us up on Twitter at, at MCU on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash mcucast, uh dot wordpress dot com is our website mcucast at com is our email and you can call us to leave a voicemail at 573 cast mcu uh that is my favorite form of feedback is those those voicemails then we can play them on the show so 573 cast mcu
1: voicemails are a lot of fun they are a lot of fun they are a lot of
0: fun yeah um, i
1: I think it's awesome you got that partnership with 45 magazine. I could only rank 39 magazines. So I didn't quite do as as good as you yeah, did. Yeah,
0: you you're almost there, man.
1: I right, will get f- there one day. Only a few a more-, more
0: magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> magazine singular. Only a few more magazines. Yeah, exactly. Singular. <laughs> is it
1: spoiler time? So um, uh excited. it's
0: spoiler time. Uh you want you want to you want to come up with whatever our spoiler is this week that you're going to yell as soon as uh the, and so well, you, you, can, told, you told me the
1: first one I wanted to yell actually might spoil a whole other show. Yeah, Charles so was like, hey, that.
0: how about when you go three, two, one, I spoil Flash. The Flash. And I was like, no! <laughs> we can't do that. Like, But is it a spoiler warning? I get, you should okay, yes, it's I a really you funny meta joke, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to spoil The Flash for people who came to hear um, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. talk. Um, uh,
1: yeah yeah I got you something
0: you got you got something all right yeah. you, you, this is Charles playing the part of Jeff three two one the Titanic sinks all right I still don't think you have it the, the idea but I know. Um, I'm off but it's fine it's fine we'll we'll we'll, we'll go we'll go with it <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well what do you think Um, I, I think I might go ahead and throw out these so we're in well, the spoiler I- section this is only for people who've seen this week's Episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, the episode is called One of Us. Uh, I figure we might just go ahead and talk about some of this feedback um, that is spoilery, and then we'll go into our talk about the episode. Does that sound good? Sounds good. First off, uh, this is a theory. It was actually posted a week ago before this episode posted. So this is, this is after last week's episode this was posted. Um, this is Tom Howd, and he says, I want to let you guys know, uh, oh, excuse me. I want to let you guys in on my hypothesis on what's up with Mac and Bobby. They are trying to get Fury's toolbox for Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye wanted to build S.H.I.E.L.D. back up to take on Hydra, possibly before he found out Coulson was still alive. Being oh, yeah. an Avenger, he may not know. Bobby and Hawkeye have been close throughout the comics. Mm-hmm. And on this week's episode of the MCU Cast, Jeff reported that um, we would find out what Hawkeye was up to during Cap Two's events. Mm. Maybe this would lead into Hawkeye appearing in Agents of Shield as the Age of Ultron tie-in. Let me know what you think of my theory. I think is awesome. I agree. I think it's a great theory. I mean, definitely. And and that's that's before he saw this week's episode. So double props. Um, yeah. We we now know that Bobby and Mac are working for an organization that they think is the real Shield, the real Shield. He, the yeah, yeah, like you did the real
1: Shield, the real, the real, which only
0: shield. had like a tiny wingspan
1: as opposed to the big wingspan that Colson has.
0: Yeah, but it's more sleek, it's more aerodynamic. Shield. Oh, Aero! I see what you did there. Aerodynamic oh, aerodynamic. yeah. Oh, uh, didn't
1: Bobby and uh, and uh, Hawkeye have some brown chickens and some brown cows at some point?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Brown chicken, brown cow.
0: Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That was a little stretch, but I do
1: believe in the comics. Didn't they end up together at yes, some point? Yes, I think they were yeah. married
0: in the comics. I believe they
1: were prior to the the secret invasion.
0: So it definitely makes sense that they they, they, they they... There's been much speculation that eventually we would see Bobby and Hawkeye on screen together, either with Bobby visiting the uh the the movies or with hawkeye visiting the show um and i thought
1: this last week and i didn't say it but no offense to the cast uh, or to jeremy renner himself but out of the cast of avengers mm-hmm. he's kind of the less expensive one
0: yeah right? i think so he's that's the more likely to show true up on the show. He's, i mean he's in a lot of things he's in a lot of big yeah. big uh you know um, i dig him don't get me wrong franchises really yeah yeah I, but but i do think he's probably the cheapest Hey, what I don't get is why don't they just, when they make these movie contracts, why don't they just include a small clause, like, and you'll yes! you'll visit the, the you know, set of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. once. Like, it's part of the movie. It's part of the, they, I mean, when, when people sign up for these movies, they have, like, uh, a certain amount of promotion that they're contracted to do yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just make it part of the promotions packages that you're also going to be, you know, on a 10 minutes of an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., go work for one day. <laughs>
1: Well, that, that's exactly what I thought when they first brought out Agents of Shield. I'm like, seriously, you get a three movie contract, and part of that should be one or two appearances on a TV show of our choosing, because it could be the Netflix series as well. It's true, yeah. You know, um, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. I'm sorry, going back to the news a little bit, I'm sure you guys predicted this as well, but back before Sony got hacked and all this stuff came out that they were going bankrupt and and hurting and Marvel was going to have a deal with them, I said a long time ago with Sony and Fox, who were both failing in their movie productions of marvel stuff because they they just don't have the love that marvel has for it i said what you own the character okay you own spider-man license him back to marvel say yes you can use him but you have to pay us for the rights because we own the rights technically for him yeah and then we get to bring him back into our movies and bank off of what you did mm-hmm. and that's kind of what they did with the deal with sony
0: and marvel yeah, was well, you was know the, something similar to that sort of it's actually an, it's really interesting apparently no money is changing hands but in, the character the is going back but they
1: they get the money from the fact that he's in these movies and now you're going to go see their movies cuz it's tied in exactly
0: so now now yep. that, that's that but that's such an interesting way of structuring this deal it's like it is uh we we're giving you rights to a character so that you'll just put a little bit of your like marvel glow on our on our movies like that's yeah that's such so, so powerful and I, but I think that's what we're talking about with these actors speaking Come put your
1: polish on the tv show and it's just gonna boost everything up and you yeah, still get
0: paid absolutely and i mean we saw sam jackson last uh last season and we also saw maria Enjoy. hill maria hill showed up um yep. colby Smulders. yeah colby smolders yeah but you know how i met your tony stark just didn't work out you know i really liked her appearance um I really liked her appearance on, on the it's show. It's taken me a
1: show. while to get used to her because I watched every episode of How I Met Your
0: Mother. So going from Robin Shabotsky, Oh, yeah. I often it call her difficult. Robin Sparkles uh, when yeah. she's playing <laughs> Maria Hill, yeah. um, which I, I don't know. I, I think she's doing a great job. I, I also yes. have a hard time getting past um, the Robin Sparkles of it all. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just want to see her her a Robin Sparkles robot show up in like Stark Industries. As a background thing. Yeah, like awesome. just the Robin Sparkles robot is like in her office faxing papers or something. That'd be great. It really would.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they have the whole body double thing uh, in the Marvel Universe.
0: What do you mean? See, I have to
1: explain this every time. I don't I don't get why I remember this and other people don't. Okay, so at least in the mid 90s, and this I think will play into S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point. I thought this played into S.H.I.E.L.D. with Colson, but they went a Cree route. But. Uh, in the mid to late 90s, there was a storyline, and Tony, not Tony Stark, uh, Nick Fury was being taken out, and it was kind of, it may have been after Civil War, I cannot remember exact timeline, so the Civil War, of course, is in the 2000s, but but they thought uh, Samuel Jackson was dead, they thought um, director Fury was dead, and it's kind of chaos and things are going on, and he shows back up, and Maria Hill's the only one who knew he's alive, it's like, of course it's life. They have these these uh, robots that are... LMDs. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There you go. They Li- call yes, life model life decoys. model decoys. Thank you. Yes, that's I'm sorry. I just didn't called. know what you meant by body double. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you meant the actress has body doubles, which is also uh. true. Um, and oh, I was, like, yeah, I was a little true. confused. Right. But yes, yeah, LMDs. Right, yeah. um, yes. Yeah. They have uh, life model decoys that are robots that look like the people, which a lot of people thought that Koenig might be an LMD. And still think that Koenig might be an L.M.D. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Uh, has yeah, has been know, great on the show. And I don't
1: know. He's been. I, I thought he was an L.M.D. as well.
0: Yeah. A lot of people have been joking about that. And it's definitely possible. And he even on the show, he was always picking on Trip by saying, you know, he's just. Uh, yeah. My brother, he's just recharging his batteries. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I, really, I really love Patton Oswalt. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's so funny.
0: I want to see more of him on the show, which apparently he's working on the last season of Justified right now. Oh, so nice. So that's why he has not been appearing on S.H.I.E.L.D. as much. Um, it's kind of the same thing they have with Trip. Uh, Trip uh, got on another no, Trip show.
1: died. That's what happened to well, Trip. Well, yeah, he but uh,
0: the, the, the actor, uh, who I can't recall his name right now, got on another TV show. And became a became a series regular on another TV show. That that's why they had to they had to get rid of him basically because he was no longer able to be on the show. And with uh with with Patton Oswalt, kind of the same thing happened. They decided to bring Justified back for a final season. And he, I'm glad they didn't kill him off. Um, of course, I suppose even if they did, they could have just brought another Kane right. again. <laughs> I thought what? they killed one of the brothers, didn't they? They did. They did. So far, we know three brothers um and in in uh right before uh, the fall of shield in in season 1 uh Koenig, uh or no no I'm sorry right after the fall of shield uh mm-hmm. ward kills one of the Koenig brothers yeah pretty so. uh and, and and I think he writes in his own blood ward is hydra hmm?
1: <laughs> cuz only a life model decoy could do that I think
0: it's possible <laughs> So. depends on how how uh or no maybe sky wrote it sky wrote it in Koenig's blood, which is even more gruesome
1: <laughs> they've done some deeply grotesque stuff with this show yeah,
0: yeah. um they have they have this week uh, i uh, well we have one more piece of uh of uh, yeah, uh, feedback book. i i this let me just say though this week the girl with the razors on her hands weird weird it was just weird i I, I love this show, but uh let me criticize this one thing. Uh yeah. Carla Faye Gideon, uh was her name <laughs> her character's name. Um it's, yeah. Actually, you know, that that's what this feedback is about. I should probably just read this feedback. Do that. Yeah. Um Callum Parr, uh one of our one of our most faithful listeners, has it going Callum? Um says it uh it might be I watched yesterday's incredible ...episode of Flash immediately before the new episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it seemed a bit shit. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> okay, you did it in the wrong order because Flash was just coming back from a break, so they had to hit hard. That was not quite a yeah. bounce, but it it was slow. I'll tell you, this, this episode was a little slow, but there were some cool moments in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I would even say this one was slow. I really liked the whole building of a... I liked the ideas behind it, but yeah, his point is clear. He says... Uh, spoiler <laughs> and then he says they bolted steel fingered gloves onto her was it really so hard to snap off a few exacto knife blades yeah. <laughs> and i think that's a very very solid point and that's kind of what i was getting at like yeah. her power was strange like she didn't have seemed to really have powers or even uh, she like, was it came out later she's psychotic but
1: that was about all she had going for
0: yeah having being psychotic and having blades for fingers doesn't really make you a supervillain. She was pretty weak. <laughs> there was only one
1: supervillain in that group, and he had a very big weakness. As in, you break his jaw, he can't use his power. <laughs> uh, but he—he he, to me constituted as a power. The rest, but they brought that out a little bit, right at the end, where uh, uh, Simmons, Simmons, fits. And Simmons, no, Simmons and Simmons and yeah, Simmons is talking about the two levels. We shouldn't just put everybody in one lump sum it gifted is is there's gifted
0: wrong. and then there's enhanced i think is yeah what she says
1: you know so i thought that was very cool i got to say i hate the actress who played that character the the blady character oh, really? she's just, i hated her in the sopranos oh okay really she was fan. just
0: on sons of anarchy I haven't after, watched after that she was on sopranos it. she was on sons of anarchy and i don't know what she was like on sopranos but uh she was on sons of anarchy and Around you know like the sixth season or whatever she she's in the beginning on Sons of Anarchy and then she kind of goes away for a while. She's
1: like Jax's baby mama or something. Yes, right?
0: exactly. Um, and she comes back in like season five and six, and she, she kind of becomes a series regular again. Um, yeah. And she's not that bad. I really like I like her a lot in Sons of Anarchy, and maybe she's just grown yeah. as an actress. I mean, it's been like maybe t- a decade since then. Um, I liked well, here, her on this. Really,
1: just didn't give her a lot of. Time to do anything. Yeah, on this show, I, I
0: liked her fine for what she did. Like she did, she she did a serviceable job of this character, but yeah. the character was just super strange. It's um,
1: a wastebasket character, is what it was.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and, and was, it was actually a daredevil character, by the way.
1: Oh, see, I i was thinking. Okay, here's where I went with it. They they st- they showed the gloves. Like, ooh, ooh, is it typhoid Mary? Oh, no, wait. First of oh, all, it's not Rogue, because one, Rogue is owned by X-Men and, and Fox, so yeah. it's not going to be Rogue, so what is, what, oh, maybe Typhoid Mary, and they pull the gloves off and like, what? She's <laughs> let her open her, girl? That's not cool. <laughs> let her open her, girl. <laughs> that was just, that was, um, and they can't sideways, the way the camera kept shooting them, so that almost looked useless, I'm like, surely that's not X-23, mm. because that would be like, the oh, worst yeah, that rendition.
0: would be, that'd be huge, uh. So Carla Fay Gideon appeared in um, Daredevil Redemption. Mm, mm.
1: Yes, that was a great series. Although she's drawn way better than they did the character on the screen.
0: <laughs> yeah, just it really did. Uh, Callum Parr is exactly right. It really did. Just look like they put X-Acto knife ends on her fingertips. Yeah. Um, not a great, not a great thing. Um, now the other, it's actually interesting. The other character, David Angar, um, which is known in the comic book as Angar the Screamer. God, uh, he,
1: that they did him well, I thought. I
0: did. Oh, that his scream when he drops his ah, jaw that way, yes, was uh, was creepy. Real it was very creepy.
1: Reminiscent, it is is very reminiscent. Hey, coming full circle to Vincent D'Onofrio, very reminiscent of Men in Black One, where he he cracks his jaw to get out of the the oh, meat suit. Oh
0: yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I the didn't Edgar expect suit, that. The egger suit.
1: The egger suit. Edgar.
0: I really like, I love yeah. him in that. I'd forgotten that was Disney. The yeah. That's great.
1: Because yeah, he's so amazing. You just don't realize it's him in all these different roles.
0: Yeah. That's uh, awesome.
1: But, yeah, they, they pull off the mask, and they did such a great job on the makeup because it had just been on there forever, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, and that stuff that was, like, stuck to his face and grossness. Yeah. And I really felt so bad for him.
1: Yeah. Oh, it got worse. When he opens his mouth and he has meth teeth, and you realize... In a split second, of course, he's never brushed his teeth since they captured him because mm-hmm. they won't let him mm-hmm. open his mouth. It's yep. like holy crap! They went all out on this character; it was amazing. And then the scream was like, "I pooped a little." It was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was really, it was really awesome. And his face when it drops that jaw just looked mm-hmm. so creepy. Um, yeah. Well, apparently, Angar the Screamer also appeared in. Dare, it, he appeared in Daredevil number one hundred. Do you think they're doing this because Daredevil's about to drop? You know, that's what. My thought was, I mean, I know they both seem like they've been recaptured by S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point, but uh, the fact that they're both from Daredevil makes me think, like, they could, if they wanted to, have them show back up on the Daredevil series. I just don't, I don't know how much they're going to have crossovers in the Daredevil yeah. right away. I have a feeling they're not. I have a feeling they're well, going to try to build... It sounds like kind of Easter eggs for fanboys. Like, yeah, it does. The show, we look it up, and
1: we make those connections, and they're obvious connections once you make them. But then the general audience doesn't necessarily need to make that connection. It's just one more thing to say, look how awesome Daredevil's gonna be.
0: Yeah. I, I I can see that. Um I do I don't I don't see them throwing huge crossovers into Daredevil. Something that I think Marvel's done and I think that it's incredibly incredibly smart and incredibly bold is so far whenever they're introducing a new property, whether it's uh whatever it is, um, not since uh, I think um, the Throw Hulk. A from the train. Yeah. Hulk. <laughs> Not since the <laughs> Hulk have they crossed someone over in the first uh, appearance in a property. Um, so you have all these 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 uh, appearances where they really try to build a character. When 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 I saw Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out and it looked good to me as a yeah. Marvel fanboy, and it looked good as I like Chris Pratt a lot. Um, and I like James Gunn a lot, and I was like, "This is going to be great." But m- most people aren't going to get that it's even like I was watching the trailers, and I was like, "You wouldn't even know this is a Marvel property." They're they're not they're not touting the fact that it's in the same universe as the Avengers. They're really they really in the trailers. They didn't even say, "Hey, you know, these guys will eventually meet the Avengers." You know, <laughs> like, um, and, and I honestly thought if they're smart, what they'll do is they'll have like a la some last scene where somehow in like the, the after credit sequence, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Shows up or wow. Thor or Thor shows up or something, something like that. And I was like, it would just be smart business because then they could put out the trailer the next week after the movie comes out that has Thor in it. And I was like, everyone has that connection. Um, and they would go watch it, but they didn't. They had the bravery to like, nope, we're going to establish yeah. this as a property on its on our own, and we're going to just make a really great movie that everyone loves, and then you know, uh, I yes, I, I and well, two things, one.
1: You can't have those guys show up because, honestly, the way it rolls in the comics is the Guardians have to make first contact. They just kind of appear. I don't know how they'll play it in the the MCU. Yeah, yeah, sure. But in the comics they appear say, hey, don't open this door. Okay, gotta go. And then that opens up the gate like, what? But then the other thing is Thanos. Thanos is at the end of Avengers. He's in the Stinger. Yes. He's also the bad guy, truly. I mean, I know that... Um, uh, the judgment guy, uh, f- crap! I just lost his name. The judgment uh, guy, uh, the ma- the guy with the hammer, purple face. Uh Cree, freaking can't remember his oh, name Ronan. now. That's Ronan. Ronan, thank you. He's Ronan, the the judge. The accuser. Ronan, Ronan the, the accuser. accuser. Thank you, Ronan, the accuser. I knew that's something like that. I had, yeah, he's you know, the main Danny villain Jr. of the piece. But you've got you've
0: got. Um, but Thanos is driving it. It's Kind of, I think that. He's not He's not really driving the action of that movie as much as Gamora he... Gamora is his daughter, and so is Nova. Sure. sure. So, I mean, I'm just saying. You've got that, and you've also got, of course, he is the inciting incident. He sends Ronan to get... Yes. The, 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 so that's all true. The Infinity Ring. In my opinion, he functions the way that a mob boss functions... In another, well, in, a in, in another kind of movies, but like,
1: it, it, yes, but he did the same role in Avengers. Right? He never was the bad guy in true. Avengers. Exactly. He was a catalyst for the Avengers movie. He's a catalyst exactly. for the Guardians like, movie.
0: You can't call him the bat the, the villain of Avengers. You can't call him true. the villain of Guardians. But he is definitely a behind the scenes force that is moving this plot along. Um, but well, then the, you my, can't
1: call Kingpin the villain of that. Oh, no, well, just we'll, we'll see. Now. We'll see how we'll see how <laughs> hands
0: on he gets and how. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling he'll, you probably won't be able to call him the villain of individual episodes, but by the end, I think he's going to be, you know, the defenders are going to have to join forces and go directly against Kingpin, possibly even just daredevil by himself. I think that Thanos, yes, he was in the movie and they could have put him in the trailers if they wanted to, but the mass of people are only going to know the four Avengers, the 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 mass of people only would care um if if one of the four avengers had shown up i just i don't think it needed it i,
1: mean, I think I, did, no did.
0: obviously it didn't they were the third highest grossing movie of the year um and 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 you know they they kicked they kicked ass they totally yeah. kicked ass they didn't need it but my my thinking was like you're dumb if you don't put tony stark like it radioing some tower in the collectors thing or like you know like whatever somehow uh the avengers making contact would have been i think huge for marketing purposes uh but i think it would have taken a cheap into the movie yeah i agree i think it would have it. yeah um and i just I, I i'm i'm proud of them that they didn't go there cuz what they did with hulk um what? they they did put tony stark in the in the stinger of Hulk. Yeah, but at the same time, they were still
1: trying to launch their movies. Agreed, you know, agreed. Hulk, uh, they were trying to launch Hulk. They were trying to launch Iron Man. They had only had the one movie out that was semi-successful. I mean, I thought Iron Man was very successful, but not compared to what they've done since.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, I think
1: that's why they did that. No, I, I totally I agree. Screamed.
0: But I think that's so great that they're in that place now that they don't care. They're not going to do things in a plot uh, for the marketing purposes. They're going to make yeah. the best movies possible, and then they're going to... You know, market what they've made. <laughs> They're not gonna change because, honestly, if I was that studio exec, I would have been like, "You got to get Tony Stark in, to just show up in this movie because it'll sell oh, so many more did. tickets." You know,
1: I bet they had those conversations, and uh, whoever was in charge, be it uh, gun Feige or be it or the gun. producer, yeah, said, uh, "No,
0: no way, we're not doing not that." And I, and I think that's great. I think it's so. It was. It was just a really brave move. It was a really brave non-move. <laughs> Such an easy way to sell that movie. And when you're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, this movie about a talking raccoon and a um, sort of talking tree, uh, you know, you, you just – it seems like you need to throw everything at it to market it properly. And they, they yeah. decided not to do that. I think that restraint is admirable.
1: Very, very good. Good stuff. Uh but how we got I don't know how to get us back to shield, so back to shield.
0: Yeah, we'll just say back to shield. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that that was my entire little spiel on that. Um so I guess let's go through this episode, um, talk about the various parts of it, I guess. Um so we have. Fitz uh,
1: and Simmons are still at odds. That's true. Fitz and yeah, Simmons are still at odds. You get your little soapy us. moments going on there.
0: And uh, Simmons says she doesn't know if she can trust him anymore. Well, I love us. We shared science,
1: and it was sacred. Like, science, bitch!
0: You left him when he needed you. Mm-hmm. Science that. Science that. <laughs> yeah, I really for sure thought that Simmons, and I mean, we, we did find out later that Simmons was infiltrating Hydra. So she wasn't just like, yeah. I, although she did say she like, we never know for sure. We actually still don't know. Um Fitz asked her directly, did you ask him to send you or did he ask you to go?
1: Yeah. And before she could answer, something happened. So she didn't have to. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. she just didn't answer. And I think that probably means that she asked to go. She probably was like, I need to get away from this. Um, I can't handle fits like this. I need to get away. And he gave her that job that obviously he needed someone to do it, but um
1: And she was the only one qualified, but yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah. She was like the scientist of one of the scientists that was in the wake of Shield falling and just needed a place to yeah. one of the many shield scientists that probably defected to Hydra. Yeah.
1: Now I love how they did not wait to they did not make us wait to see what was going on with Mac. Uh, they jumped in a few minutes into the show. they jumped in into Mac on the phone with Bobby and cleaning up the mess. I love how he he 's the the little bitchy one in this relationship he's like it 's a mess i didn 't make i 'm like, I kind of differ because I know you 're blaming Bobby for sleeping with him and, and kind of getting him tangled up, but you choked him out so yeah he could
0: mess. have done anything else I mean yeah. he was he was he did come at him and confront him like, I need to know what 's going on now. Yeah. But then he just chokes him out. He (laughs) doesn't. That's not espionage, uh, Mac. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you gotta, you gotta, like, trick him. That's the whole thing. Then Bobby's like, get him some food and just get him a beer. Yeah. (laughs) Get him a beer. I'm really interested to find out who is behind the shield. I think that Hawkeye is a great call. Yeah. Um, I think Tom, uh, who left us that feedback, is just a really, really good idea. Because it, it is rumored that Hawkeye is going to show up in this episode. There um, A few months ago, um, Clark Gregg tweeted out a picture of Coulson with Hawkeye aiming arrows at him. Mm. I think it was like Hawkeye aiming an arrow and Coulson aiming a gun. It was basically like Hawkeye and Coulson facing off. Interesting. It's a picture from the comic books and everyone's saying, and and there's also been rumors that Hawkeye is going to show up on the show. And there was a picture that he tweeted out um, saying that he was getting dressed up in his suit that day. And it was long after they'd already filmed all of the stuff for age of Ultron. So that he was, he was suited up for some shooting something, but it wasn't on age of Ultron. So there's been much speculation that he's going to be in an in an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. this season. And while um, that's
1: probably true, we can't already throw out the speed bump of Maria Hill's already been on the show. And she would be a natural successor to lead the real S.H.I.E.L.D. True, except she's now
0: working for uh, Tony.
1: So we think. She accepted the job, but you know time has passed. True. So that's
0: very true. I don't mean, know. how much time has passed? I mean, like.
1: And you don't think Tony and her together would kind of do something like this, maybe?
0: Possibly. Yeah, that is Tony possible. was a
1: supporter of Shield. I mean, him and he got him and uh, mm, uh, Fury.
0: I don't know if he was really a supporter. He was in the comics.
1: Of... In the comics, yes. Oh, I, I mean, he, they they go at each other all the time. But he built all the security on on the Helicarrier. Sure, and, and, know, he, and he we do know in Cap
0: so. Two, he he did uh, he provided the repulsors for the. Um, project that Hydra hijacked, I forget the name of the project. Um but he, he provides the repulsors for the new uh the new helicarriers. Yeah. So so he is working with SHIELD um for sure. Um but I have a feeling that in the wake of this Shield debacle is part of why Tony is planning to build Ultron. Probably
1: I think that's that's, that's also you he knows that the world needs patrolling. I think he – I'm just hypothesizing because I can't speak anymore.
0: I just uh, I just keep I thinking of – Tony trusts himself at this point. He's always trusted yeah. himself, and he trusts himself to be Iron Man. I think he trusts himself to build Ultron, um, and I don't think that he trusts S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, he definitely doesn't. In In, in wow. Avengers, the last time we saw him interacting with S.H.I.E.L.D. was when he – uh, was was uh had a virus attacking the shield computer so he could find out what they're doing. And then he, <laughs> and then he found the Hydra plan the, the plans for the Hydra weapons that Shield was building from the Tesseract, which yeah. which is what incited the Avengers to fight. Um, and so like I think that at least last we see Tony trusts himself to well, private. he hired to- Maria. He trusts himself. He would
1: trust himself to run a shield. I g yeah, I could see that. I don't know. It's just it's I think the Jeremy Renner path is probably more likely, but it's just a thought.
0: No, yeah, I think I mean it, it doesn't have to be either or either. It could be sure. It could be Tony sent uh or you know, the Avengers. And we know that Hawkeye and Tony are working together in the Avengers. Uh so it's very possible that they're working together to rebuild SHIELD kind of in their own image as opposed to in Colson's image, which is what Fury obviously left the plans mm-hmm. for them to do. So it's what I want to know is, so we have this little shield, <laughs> this little shield um, that, that is in our show, which is like what, 10 members deep at this point. <laughs> um, they have, they have other operatives around the world, but uh, a lot of them have passed, have gotten killed by Hydra. Yeah. And they have very, they have very few assets. Um, and I'm wondering this shield that is now uh, a thing. What, what are we going to get from that shield? I go, who are they? Are they, are they a huge organization? Is it like got the bones of the old shield? And it's, I mean, if it's got Tony Stark behind it, have they got a lot of money and funding and, mm. you know, like this could be a much bigger shield. It could be even the shield that we see in the movies. You know, one thing that, um, has been speculated about and talked about is when is Colson going to show up in the Avengers? You know, when yeah. is, when is he going to reveal to the Avengers that he's still alive? Because anyone who saw Avengers One, you know, they they still think that Coulson's dead, and and he made right. Sif promise not to tell Thor, uh, and so a lot of people are asking when is Coulson going to show up in Avengers and still be alive? Um, is it going to be in Age of Ultron? Mm. But what if this is setting up that there's going to be a different Shield that shows up in Age of Ultron to help? Yeah. What if what if Hawkeye's Shield or Maria Hill's Shield or Whoever's or Tony Stark Shield shows up,
1: yeah. And that that begs the question though: if somebody Maria Hill, Hawkeye, anybody shows up with Coulson, how many people do you play the game of keep my secret with until it finally is like, no, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to say something about this?
0: Yeah, I I think mean, I think once the Avengers know, is it, it, that's really the only people that at least as an audience that we care about. <laughs> I think once yeah. the Avenger knows, it's probably the jig is up. The secret's out and he hasn't been that secretive about it you know he's been just like going up in, in he's ages. flying all over the
1: world causing it ruckus you yeah know, it's not like it's it's a real yeah. hidden thing there
0: yeah and it seems like especially if if the hawkeye rumors are, or the hawkeye theory is possible yeah um it seems like the avengers might already know <laughs>
1: uh it, it is possible so what what are other some of the other high points because i'm all I get the whole show in my head, so I'm all yeah. No, 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 no.
0: I've got the whole uh, little synopsis yeah. here. We, we we start out with uh, with with Cal convincing Carla Fay Gideon to join him. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's well, just, I guess, like, what what do you think of this little team? This little team Weird. he's put together. It is. I really, really hope strange. to recognize
1: somebody. I did not recognize anybody. No actor. I didn't recognize. Any, well, I recognized one actress, but I didn't recognize any of the, the characters. Yeah, I was hoping to.
0: Yeah, I, and, and that... Angar the Screamer. Uh, was really cool yeah uh, and, and the, the make like you said the makeup and the and the cgi were both really really well done and really exciting to see uh i i really did feel for these characters in some ways yeah they yeah particularly angar and kind I mean, of for for uh carla as well with with her being uh trapped in those gauntlets or whatever
1: Right, it does make you wonder, there's so much of this is coming out since the, uh, I don't think it's the Raft, maybe the Raft, I don't remember which one. One of the prisons was punctured, board, punctured the prison and let everybody out. Uh, yeah, I'm not you sure. Really, you go, what, what the hell is S.H.I.E.L.D. really doing? I mean, you, it got such a, to be such a big secret of bureaucracy. I know in the, the comics and the cartoons, the Cube is the one y'all were talking about a couple of episodes ago that you finally came up with, that they hold all the radioactive villains in. Oh, wow. And uh, they were, but they're doing experiments on them in the cube. And oh, yeah. it's like, I what, mean, what shield seems to be shield into some bad doing. shit for sure. You know,
0: they, they are. And and, they that, are. And, and and I mean, and that, that, that all comes to what may says to her, hus- her ex-husband in this episode. It's is, all new shield. Yeah. It's, it, this is a new shield. This is Coulson's running things now. And then Blair, at the, at Blair the, Underwood is the husband. I love that Blair Underwood.
1: That's Blair Underwood, man.
0: Who's Blair Underwood? I don't know Blair Underwood. The actor who plays her husband. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know him.
1: Oh, man. What is he, what is he from?
0: What is he from? Um,
1: crap. He's been in a bunch of stuff, especially through the 90s, but there was a, a show on I think it was not The Shield, it was uh The Blue Line, something like that. Can not remember? No, it, it was a, it was a cop drama on ABC yeah, one, and he was one one called the cops. Thin Blue Line, but I I don't remember. I used to watch it all the time. It's been a long time ago. It, it had a lot of faces that became really, really big. Okay. Uh, oh, he was in uh, this movie, was, uh, Double Jeopardy, with Sean Connery. Okay, yeah. Uh, which is a really good movie. So anyway, I, I, he's not huge, huge, but I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I love that he was the actor here.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know Blair Underwood, but he's he was very good in this. Um, but he, he, he's, he May, May talks to him, and his comment at the end of the episode, which is kind of ominous, is that... Uh, he says Shield is not different, and and we kind of have to ask ourselves as the audience: Is he right? He seems so wise. Um, so like his character seems so wise in the show. So when they when they present that, it I think they're wanting yeah. us to think about: Like, is Colson's Shield really a different Shield? than Right. The old he still shield.
1: makes those sacrifices. He still says we have to do what we mm-hmm. have to do. And which, he still know, proud of this other stuff with the big shield.
0: He's still. Uh, you know, very directly in this episode, he's talking about putting her on the index. And what does that even mean now? Because what is the index? Who has access to the index? Is it just S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is he just sending this index out to his 10 people?
1: Mr. <laughs> like, I, Mr. Hyde has access. We know that. Well,
0: yeah, we know he does now uh, because this hacker friend of his uh, gave him access. And um, and he seems to have plundered its database. Database? Uh, <laughs> all, about best. all about the bass. All about the bass. Uh <laughs> He, he seems to have plundered the database for just, you know, the craziest people he could find that he thinks he yeah. can manipulate, really. I think so, yeah. Uh, he he talks to them about, you know, how much – he, he uses people. I think he cares about his daughter, but everyone else he uses. I mean, last week when he talks to Raina, or two weeks ago maybe, when he says, yeah, you no know, I, I don't – yeah, just go kill yourself. Um, I, I, I used you to get to my daughter um, – you know ever well, since Well they use each
1: other to get to their own ends and he delivered true. her to the end that she wanted.
0: True. That is true. And I'm not saying Reina but Reina had a certain I think affection for him. Yeah. And 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 she she seems to be a true believer. She doesn't know what to believe in and she's hopped from group to group. She believed in Cal. then later she believed in um Shield a little bit. Uh kind of um who did she? Oh yeah. Oh oh, she believed in a uh, Garrett because she thought he was yes. the clairvoyant.
1: Yes. Um, so yeah. So she, yeah, yeah.
0: and then and then she goes back to Cal after the clairvoyant thing falls through, right. uh, and saying, you know, I found your daughter. Will you, you know, basically, will you be my leader again? And he does. He can, and he kind of just manipulates her until. You know, he gets what he wants and then he's done. But she seems like she's a true believer because she, even after she changes, she goes to him and's like, help me, help yeah. me. Um, but uh, he does not care, does not care. <laughs> he's, he's
1: such a great character because he's truly, I wouldn't say evil, but he's like, that's the best word to have for it. I mean, he's just, I'm here to do what I'm
0: going to do. And he's chemically imbalanced. Yeah, so he's volatile. Uh, yeah. Which he says this episode. He says he's. He, it came with his his science experiments on himself came with a certain volatility. Volatility. Yeah. Um,
1: Great line too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. He, so he. He's volatile, but he I think he's just selfish. I mean, he just... I wouldn't even necessarily say evil. He's not out to hurt people, necessarily. He just doesn't care who he hurts. Right. He wants what he wants. And he does... I guess he does want revenge. He wants revenge. And I i will say, I don't love his revenge... Like I was saying earlier, I really like when I can be on a villain's side. <laughs> I love that in a show. Um, and that's what we're hoping for with the Daredevil Vincent D'Onofrio portrayal. But... He I don't really get that he is um his, his 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 motivation of wanting to uh kill the man who killed the man that he wanted to kill. <laughs>
1: like well, I think it goes to his imbalanced
0: state that sure, sure. he was gonna revenge
1: for his wife and then Colson took that from him, so now it just kind of—he never got that closure. So now it's—it's—it's it, got to explode somewhere. It's got to do something. Yeah, and then he also and, has yeah.
0: sort of a, a jealousy toward Colson. Um, yeah,
1: well, because he raised Sky. Essentially, Sky sees him as a father figure.
0: Yeah, which he says he says in the in the episode that Shield raised Sky, which I think is a little weird because they just met her like a year ago. <laughs> like, but he seems to know everything you know. Yeah, no, and he does have definitely a fatherly relationship with Sky, but I have a feeling that this secret that Simmons and and Coulson are keeping together that um, you know, she's looking for something to be able to take Sky out, which is a real Batman thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but it, it he, he she, he's looking for a way he's 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 have, he's charged Simmons with finding a way to take down sky, which it, it seems like a real betrayal. Um, and, uh, I think, I think that's going to come out for sure. And sky is going to end up, you know, in the arms of the inhumans. Um, I don't think she's going to end up in the arms of her father. I don't think that I, I think it'd take a lot to get her to go there, but I think she's going to end up with the inhumans uh, and, and this, this, uh, Eyeless man, uh Gordon, I think is his name. I
1: think that, yeah, I think that's his name.
0: Um, he had a really interesting role this week in that he he, he said actually that, got some lines. He did. He got some lines, and he stopped Cal from doing what he was doing because he was making too much noise. So noise, which, oh, that
1: was an interesting phrasing.
0: It was. It it was an interesting phrase, especially for
1: a blind man.
0: Yeah, um. uh, and and from a to a man who just had a guy scream uh, and take yeah, down a yeah, bunch of teenagers. That, yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting line, but it's mostly an interesting line because it seems like these Inhumans don't care necessarily about the good and evil of it all, Mm-mm. but just that they're able to keep their secret.
1: Which is is true. They live their life their way. That's the Inhuman way. uh uh, from from everything from uh uh, the comics it's they were experimented on but they've created essentially they've created their own society and i don't know where the movie will pick up but at some point the city gets moved from earth to the dark side of the moon because it's the only place they could really hide yeah uh because societies kept discovering them and this and that and the other um so, yeah, I, I can totally see this. It's almost like ancient Chinese way. I mean, there's a lot of, of Oriental mysticism mixed into the way they're telling the story here huh. of, of how, in my, my opinion, not, not I can't make allegories, but I just feel that every time I see something going on within humans, I get this ancient wisdom Oriental feel to it. Uh, that I like, I, mean, I really dig that. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, I was shocked. I mean, when all of a sudden that blue shield showed up, like, what? Didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, And he grabs, just grabs Cal and disappears. So you're like, uh... Yeah, he doesn't even... That's the thing. He doesn't save them. He doesn't come in and, like, help, necessarily. Right. Because uh, he could easily have helped with and stopping the other people as well. You know, teleported to them into the ocean or something. Uh, but... <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, he does apparently just teleport. He doesn't seem to have... Big powers other than that. But we don't know yet, I guess. As long um, as he can smell it, he can go there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so so Mr. Smells-A-Lot uh, just comes in and takes Cal away because Cal... <laughs> Cal away. Um, <laughs> he takes Cal because Cal's making too much noise. He's not necessarily trying to help S.H.I.E.L.D. or save anyone's life or save the teenagers that are lying on the field, you know, <laughs> seemed to be I don't, he didn't I guess that's a reversible state that he put them in it
1: kind of makes you think that it is yeah. he said won't you come help them
0: yeah he, yeah he did but I did I didn't get that since I thought he said something about destroying their uh, nervous system shutting down their nervous yeah. system and I was like did they just kill like 20 teenagers because that's pretty nuts they kind of glazed over that part <laughs> they, they really did <laughs>
1: so, I don't know I do like how the I mean god the subtleties in the show are so amazing. I mean you really you really have to to watch that stuff because everybody froze for a minute. Just like we in the audience froze, like what just happened? All the characters froze. Like, what? And then the the Carla fingernail girl was like, kill them. And then Colson's, like, oh crap, punched a dude in the throat. And that was, you know, and then it was on from there.
0: Yeah, I liked how Colson. Um, so there were two people with, I guess you'd call them powers. Um, uh, the screamer, uh, yes. three, uh, and then you had the strong man, which I will say, I don't, I don't feel like they did a great job this episode of expressing the powers because when, when, uh, may and the strong man are fighting, I didn't really get a sense of his strength. You know, he just seemed like a normal yes. guy that size when he throws her, he only throws her a few feet. I, I, it just seemed like normal, normal guy strength. Um but he obviously has strength when he bends the bars back in at the at the insane asylum, so that was a little strange um but I liked that um may goes and fights him, and then Bobby goes and fights uh uh you know mistress fingernail yeah and uh th- there's just not a lot of uh, i don't know they, 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 they that's not a very tense fight, I guess. I it's it's no. been a long time on that fight and I didn't really feel I felt like once Cal was gone we just knew where it was going like Shield is going to beat them up. <laughs> I I,
1: get, I like that they spread it out over the 3 4 fights really. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they they spread it out a little bit and the the electronic guy was running. Oh, well, before that, Bobby, it was a little I I'll, I'll give you the 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 beginning fight with Bobby and, and Letter Opener Girl, it was just a bad. It was a bad start because she like somehow knocks Bobby's baton away, and it's metal on metal. And if anybody's dropped anything metal on metal, you know it's going to bounce like a mofo, and it's going to slide twenty feet away from you. And she just jumped right up on the bleacher, grabbed it, went running after her. Mm-hmm. It's like what's that was kind of weak, uh, but I did like her finishing move right where she spins the batons and slams the table, and knocks her out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That was yeah, good. I heard. I, I loved the, the fights were good, yeah. especially the Bobby fight. Bobby's always been really good. Uh, really good fights. I thought the fights that uh, Coulson were in were really funny. In that he basically just had one punch knockouts on two people.
1: Well, here's the thing that they really wanted you to see because they highlighted it. So when he's chasing the the electronic guy. The dude's just running, right? Cause he's a little weakling. And he, here comes Colson after him. And the guy like drops his case and falls on the floor, right? Falls on the ground. And Colson scoops up a case and the dude's like, No, no, please. I mean, you know he's done. And Colson knocks him out with the case in a crunch to the head. Yeah. And that triggered Sky because Colson just went he went too far. Huh. He did. He went too far on that. And it's it's something that's been building for a while with him. Huh. Yeah, he's kind that of tossing those lines. I didn't lines. catch
0: that. And I think that's interesting because that is around the time where she starts to freak out. Yeah, she immediately freaks out right after that. Oh, I mean, okay. Susie
1: knocks him out, the ground starts shaking and it focuses she on her. She looks
0: around and looks at the entire scene like she's kind of like looking yeah. at all of the shield and how they're attacking all of the gifted people on the on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. But it seemed um, like she
1: would focus on that. I don't That was my take on it. That yeah, I thought yeah no, I on... think
0: that's interesting. I didn't know Because it catch
1: really that. brought it out that he's sh- he screaming, no, uh, you know, basically, I give up. He didn't say I gave up. Because they obviously, true. They're, uh, you know, for a little serious note, they're not going to put the line in because of the stuff in Ferguson. Uh, but they, they did it as close as they could, I think, that says, hey, I give up, stop. And he didn't stop. And yeah. it was, it was. It was a very, when Susie did that, I was like, whoa, that's just dark. And then she triggered and then, then broke all the bones in her body, apparently.
0: Yeah, like mini fractures all over her body. What did you think of that?
1: Uh, I thought it was a very cool way to talk about how she's going to have to get the gauntlets. Because uh, I looked up Quake a little bit today because I don't know much about Quake. And all I could get was an artist's rendition from the comics. And she has these really cool power gauntlets that yes. once they explain the microfibers, like, okay, they're definitely going to go down that path. I think uh, it made sense because he, uh, a Blair Underwood's character, the husband, he said problems don't just go away. You're just diffusing them inside of yourself. Yeah. And He's talking about emotionally, mentally, but it turned out physically as well.
0: Yeah, that was, that was I thought that was really well uh, well done. A good little allegory for like the pain and fear she's having, and the fact yeah. that it's 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 poisoning her.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, so she's basically, for those who don't understand, she's basically earthquaking her own self to stifle the, the problem and is giving what's called micro fractures so that she could indeed be sore all the time, but still function until that big one at the end where it caused her so much pain. That's, I believe, that's why she blacked out. It caused her, I mean, because they said hundreds of micro fractures on every bone throughout her body yeah. at that yep. point. So she was unable to really truly, she's not controlling it, is what they're saying. And then, Um, although she only got major fractures in her arms. But I think that's, again, a lead into getting the the gauntlets. The gauntlets.
0: Yeah, actually, when she wakes up, and I thought when she woke up with the little things on her arms, I thought it was possibly a nod to the fans who know about the gauntlets in the comic books. But also I thought it was a subtle reference to, or maybe not so subtle reference to the very beginning with Carla's character having the Uh -uh. things on her hands. Cause, yeah, uh, I thought it might be
1: shackles of some kind too. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. When
0: I first yeah. saw it, I was like, did they already shackle her? Like um
1: That'd have been interesting. Dang. Uh
0: but no, they just were try they were just some sort of cast to try to help her heal.
1: Um it helped the finish the energy too, like the vibrations to minimize the damage. Did is that, what did, oh,
0: I didn't I didn't catch that. I thought they were just those were just uh meant to heal her. Um but yes, eventually in the in the comics, uh spoiler alert I guess, uh possibly <laughs> um but in the comics uh, she does have gauntlets that help her focus the energy um outward and help her control her quake powers so that they're not just not just causing earthquakes but she's able right. to direct the energy energy which is apparently some sort of sound wave that she can release I guess inaudible sound wave
1: that would make that would make sense with the way she causes quakes and the way she breaks the glass and the way everything starts vibrating is is, I would think it's some kind of wave personally. But I I don't know the character that well from the comics, but it does make sense. It has to go somewhere. It's still energy. It has to go somewhere. So the gauntlets are going to take it and and focus it, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a little weird that they went to Coulson's hometown I don't know. I don't know what to think
1: about that. It didn't it, it was... really
0: seem to do anything. <laughs> I feel like that could have been like any football field in any place. I, I get that, like. Well, I guess it made sense in the, in
1: the way that he's kind of a bat guano crazy, as he put it in the show. Sure, uh, so sure. That his mind kind of tied it to home and revenge. And although Colson didn't actually grow up there, his dad had been there. You know, yeah. so it was it, even Colson didn't understand the the direct tie to it which yeah, might my strange.
0: Later. It so. was strange. I felt like if we're going to go to Colson's home and see like where he came from, then it'd be, you know, that would be an interesting. But it turned episode.
1: out he didn't. That was the weird part. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess
0: it's just I guess Subtle. it's just to point out that Cal was that much against Colson personally, like he's after Colson personally. He's going to go where at least apparently I guess his friend hacked in and it, it appeared that this is where Colson was from. So that's where they went. Right. And again, this is a show
1: of subtleties that something may show up uh, many episodes from now that that will let us understand what happened there. True. True. Um, true. So I, I don't, I, I get that he's distracted. Colson's distracted by things and he does tend to read into situations. So, like, he you knows um, oh, who's Bobby's boyfriend? I can't I remember. I forget Hunter? his name. Hunter, thank you. Hunter didn't report for work. You know, I know why. It's because you guys were banging and, you know, those kind of things. Um, and He's then like, she bought I'm that out loud,
0: I could tell.
1: Yeah. That, that allowed Bobby to uh, uh, fill in the gaps, which is a very realistic thing. I love how they keep inserting realism into this fictional universe, uh, which is to me is a Whedon uh, principle. I know J- uh, Jess, not Jess. um Jed. Jed, thank you. Jed would Jess would be the sister. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, that they, they, I think they have similar styles. Uh, Joss and Jed, sure.
0: And I mean, Jed, oh. Joss yeah. is a executive producer on the show, and True. So and so, so it definitely has Joss's handprints on it. And 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 and, and both uh, Jed Whedon and the other female writer on the show, I forget her name.
1: Uh, we'll call her Jess. now. just cause. Sure,
0: Jess Whedon. Uh, <laughs> uh, she uh, she's on the show as well, and she's another writer that's appa- worked with Joss on a lot of other things. So I think they both like understand Joss's vision and writing yeah. style. And man, um, yeah. yeah, I am a huge Joss Whedon fan. I don't know if you, you know that about me, but I'm Joss Whedon's my favorite yeah. writer. Yeah. Uh, Firefly is more my favorite series. Um, uh, uh, Buffy uh, you know- and Angel are both some of my favorite. TV of all time. Oh, I love
1: the middle finger he gave at the end of the Angel, by the way. You know, we're not going to fade into the darkness. Screw you. We're ending the world. You know, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, talk about Firefly fans. You know I have I have the Serenity poster up in up in my house. But I, I have newly released five character set from Funko of the Serenity cast. I've got Jane oh, and really? Mal sitting on my desk right now. Oh yeah. that's
0: great. I just got yeah. the Guardians of the Funko bobbleheads of the
1: nice. Guardians. I got Baby Groot. I'm working on the rest. No, nah. I've got the, I've actually got two different uh, Star Lords. I've got the exclusive helmetless one and the one with the helmet.
0: Nice. I so just it's... have the helmet one.
1: Yeah. Just have uh, the helmeted. So, I cannot remember where I got I think I got that from uh, Nerd Crate or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, but did, Anyway, no, no, Luke Crate didn't do it. Luke Crate did an exclusive Groot. I think it is on uh, one of those other crates that had a Comic Con sale or something. And because it had Star Lord in it, I went and bought it and it had the, the exclusive one. Anyway, neither here nor there. But yes, I'm a huge fan of, of Weedon, Verse, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, so, then at the end of this, right, we've done all this stuff and we get to the pre Stinger, which actually felt like the Stinger, right? Mac takes Hunter. He's like arrives right, here, and it's, you can tell it's a huge helicopter. And he puts a uh, you know <laughs> a, a terrorist black hood over his head, so he can't see where he's going. Yep. And uh, and then when he pulls it off, they're in the middle of this this hallway, and that's when they reveal. <laughs> I, Mac, I love when he overacts, and he overacted this scene majorly. <laughs> we work for the real the shield. The, the real, real shield. Eight turns and you see the little miniature eagle on the wall. I was like I mean, that's the first thing that hit me is like, how small is that? What is
0: <laughs> what is up with this shield? Well, it seems like the wings get smaller and smaller over the generations. You've got like the original uh very large eagle on the SSR right. doors, and then you've got a smaller yeah. eagle on the uh shield doors, and then you've <laughs> got an even smaller on apparently the
1: real shield. shield.
0: And I was like, wait, did I miss where they said we'll be right back?
1: And then it fades and goes, and, and uh, Greg Clark's voice comes out, we'll be right back. Now or, we've got um, a whole
0: other stinger at the end of that. Yeah. Which is uh, Cal in a cell. Um, and, and some they, of
1: the best lines delivered in the whole show are here.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do I do like the uh, – calls them a, sci- a lab experiment, I think. A it science says,
1: experiment. He's like, you're not one of us. You're a science experiment.
0: And then he says that, you know, yeah – they're not one and they of them. just turns his
1: head towards the door, like get out.
0: <laughs> well, he, he says, uh, he says, what does he ask? Cal asks, um, uh, what will happen to him? Like, what, what is, what's gonna, what are they gonna do to him, basically? And he says, um, that is not for me to decide. So, there's, I guess there's, there's a leader that Cal is about to meet. Uh, I
1: you I hope so. and You hope it's it's Vin Diesel as a as, uh, Black Bolt. Just say
0: <laughs> um, Vin Diesel's <laughs> Black Bolt appears
1: in yeah, the uh,
0: Shield that scene. That'd be that'd God. be nuts.
1: That would be a little nuts. Um, so yeah, but he, obviously he's been throwing a temper tantrum, and he's still he's sitting there. And Gordon comes in. Are you done? <laughs> just call this to me. Are you done? And uh, he still tries to buff up. Right. He stills like. Why did you take me? Why didn't you take Sky? Which is my question, too. Why didn't you take Skye? She's a changed one as well. Why didn't you? Because you make too yeah. much noise. And and he just kind of deflates. And then when he calls on the science experiment, and he's like, what's going on? And then he just is calm, right? He's calm after that. He's like, all right, all right. So what's going to happen to me now? And he indicates, and he says that line you said, he indicates towards the door. And then he just kind of brushes the suit off, gets up, walks out the door. It's like... He is absolutely Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. I just, even though he's just weird and you can't get behind
0: his motivations, he's such a cool character. It is a very good question. The ass is why didn't they take Sky as well? Why, absolutely. Why, yeah. why didn't they take Sky? I uh, we
1: still, we, 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 what's the guys that we know? There's been a leak that she will get a guide. We just don't know how or when.
0: Oh yeah, there there, there is a leak that there's going to uh, be a guide. I don't know the name of the guy, but Christopher yeah,
1: Robin, something like that. Huh? <laughs>
0: Um, yes, and uh, she is the classic comic book character Winnie the Pooh.
1: Yes, yes, um, but hit, hit, Christopher Robbins played by Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Sky, you must control your powers. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, what is your what are your thoughts on going forward? I don't watch the previews for the next week. I watch on Hulu exclusively, mm-hmm. so I don't see coming up next week commercials at all. Uh, I don't know if you did see those but what do you think's going to happen? I next?
0: did not see uh the coming up next week. Um I try not I try not to cuz sometimes they just spoil shit and it just sucks. Like yeah. the, the um the the one that bothers me the most probably is do you remember the episode where uh Simmons uh was in Hydra? Like Simmons yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. working in Hydra. Uh the uh the the beginning of that episode is like a 5 minute long this is what's going on with Simmons. And it shows this like happy song playing and she's like making her bed and getting up in the morning yes. and having her coffee. And she goes into the office and she's like, hi. And she's like talking to the security man. And she's like, it's the like, whole intro of that show. Yeah. And it's a really, really great moment when just then it, like the, the camera pans up on the wall and she's in a Hydra lab. Yes. Um, it would have been such a great moment except on the next time on shield, it like told you that she was going to be in a Hydra lab. <laughs> really, really disappointed me. I was like, that's such a great reveal. And you. Oh, they revealed that in the commercials. Yes,
1: they revealed oh, it in the commercial. See, I didn't get that. I totally got the, hey, Shield's back. And I'm watching, like, what's going on with her? Oh my God, that's a
0: Hydra. What the hell, man? It was awful. Yeah, I got It was a really, really shitty thing to do. They've done that a few times, so I try not to watch the next week on Shield. Sometimes I catch it by mistake, but uh, but no, I didn't see this week's. What I hope happens this week um, is I really hope we advance the storyline uh, with this uh, the real Shield, which I, I feel like Cal is wrapped up, um, Hydra is wrapped up, everything's wrapped yeah. up. I feel like the only unless they do a uh, you know villain of the week, which would piss me off uh, a lot. It always pisses me off when they do a villain of the week that doesn't tie in well. But what if they do, what if
1: they do a special crossover with Blacklist? Although I think Blacklist might be on a different channel. <laughs> yes, uh, <And> it's like <laughs> Reddington is is <laughs> oh, no, the no, no, no. Uh, Ultron. Ultron's like before he goes evil, right? I have the <laughs> new AI, and I've got some criminals for you to chase. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yes, and I I, I, I like the, uh, I like the idea of Reddington just be Redding, Red, yeah. Reddington just being uh, their villain of the week. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Spader shows up. Reddington is obviously Hydra. I mean, it's pretty clear. God, right? right? I I feel like everything's wrapped up, and they just need to get on this story about the real shield. Also, I have a feeling, so in every previous season, the one, I say every, in the previous season, they had this big buildup of the clairvoyant, right? Right. And then it ended up the clairvoyant was Hydra. And that I mean, was, he really
1: was a clairvoyant because he had the, the blood in him or whatever, but yeah.
0: Well only at the, only after only after that episode. Um he didn't previously have that.
1: I thought he was I thought he did. I thought he was going crazy because he was seeing the future and all that jazz. No, he
0: gets the Cree blood in him. Um he's yeah. he's just a normal guy trying to survive for the most of the season. Um and he's he's he before before he before the big Hydra reveal, he's just a member of Hydra who's working with Hydra because okay. he's getting the Deathlock technology to keep him alive because he would have died years ah, ago. Ah, and then he wanted
1: to creep blood because the Cree blood it, was
0: the yes, big thing that would that's save his right. life. And the whole reason the Clairvoyant was trying to find out was sending Raina to find out about Coulson was she was trying to find out like how did he survive? Yeah, um, and it turns out it was this offsite, and that's why he couldn't find it out because it wasn't a Shield op; it was like a weird.
1: We it's still don't know. What it, yeah, it, was, it was
0: like a Fury Black site, which we still don't know. Like who those guys were, like what organization did they work for? I guess the they're Twister. just Furies people, but that's weird because we just killed them. <laughs> like, um, well,
1: it's one of those things that have to follow orders and be destroyed. That happens in uh, Fear itself as well. Uh, oh yeah, but uh, kind of in a certain way. But I think they were just hoping for the Twister to come back around, since that's the last good thing Bill Paxton ever did. <laughs>
0: Um, well I I I thought uh he was great in this um and his uh he was real nuts toward the end and the cree blood is what saved his life finally but it also is what made him really go nuts at the end um but my, what I was getting at is that last season the clairvoyant was this ongoing thread that we're following yes and then it really became pronounced at the very end and then then we find out about shield uh Hydra being infiltrating shield in uh Captain America 2 and then that is what the rest of the season's about um
1: uh, <laughs> we're, we're bullet training towards Ultron. Uh, so they're probably building up to
0: something that could tie in. I think so. I think so. they
1: might start treading water here in the next couple episodes. Well, like they did I, I think they
0: learned their lesson. I, they treaded water pretty much the entire season last
1: year. I, but I think they had to. I mean, it's something that Jeff and I discussed last week. Uh, if you'd been there, you'd know. Uh, no, I, I, listened. No, I'm I listened. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> but it. I think because of what was going to happen in the movie they had to I think I think they'll build up to the movie. They might not tread water, but I think they're going to directly build to the movie. Person.
0: I think so too. And I think or maybe not even directly build, but I think whatever the storyline is with the real shield is mm-hmm. going to tie into the movie in some way and it it is going to have a similar effect that last year had. And I think that will be awesome if it does. Like if they can pull that off again where Whatever, whatever's going down has a profound effect on the series. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be awesome because last year's that was what made last season. I mean, uh, the last four episodes is what just completely made last season uh, work. Well, what are you, uh, what are you hoping for for these coming episodes? Which Ultron is what th- five episodes away? Uh, wow, is it that
1: close? It's really soon. Release? May first. Ant- so when does Ant Man come out? ant-man's not until um oh for some reason i thought ant-man was first I'm like wait a minute they're
0: gonna release them like two weeks apart no 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 no, no. age of ultron's first and it's in may first um okay uh, uh the uh ant-man's not coming out to like november i think okay or august maybe something like that it's it's september somewhere in the later half of the year
1: gotcha Uh, I, you know, honestly, I'm hoping like you're talking about that, everything ties into the movie, just like it did with winter soldier. That is profound. That is effective. So like in the comic books, there'll be this big overarching story. we've referenced uh, secret invasion tonight. We've talked about fear itself, just little things that are big story arcs. It happens to be a show I'm launching (laughs) called panel by panel. That is all about story arcs is why I know about these (laughs) things, but there'll be a big one. And as it's wrapping up and you're getting that, Oh, I can rest. It really, it, at the mid to end of the last book, something has been picking up for the last few episodes, and then it's like, oh, the story's over. Oh, wait, here's another story arc, and in the very next comic book, they'll have some big thing going off again. I, I want that to happen here, and I think it did. It's Hydra kind of wrapped, really, two episodes, three episodes ago Yeah, for now.
0: For now, right. It's always a for now. Yeah. Uh, well, and, I mean, the Cal thing Rose, is- We're pretty certain that we're going to have to deal with Hydra in the movie, in Avengers. Because um, last we saw, at the end of Captain America 2, we saw Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, which are appearing in this movie, uh, being developed by Hydra. So we're going to have to deal with Hydra really soon. Like It's Mm. not just eventually. I mean, they may just drop in. Maybe... Maybe the Avengers won't even find out that they're working with, they were working with Hydra or developed by well, Hydra or yeah. whatever. I mean, it,
1: it still may be a tie. It might not be an active thing. Uh, but you know, as Hydra, the storyline at least, wrapped, Cal rose at the same time that Cal is coming down wrapped, and they've been building up this real shield thing more and more loudly for the next thing. And then it's spiking big now. So I, I want it to definitely go into The Shield, which will take us hopefully into the movie, which then when the, after the summer break and Shield comes back, it'll just be just more epic awesomeness.
0: Yeah, man. I also want it to be more epic awesomeness. So, cool.
1: There you well,
0: go. Uh, you guys let us know what you want uh, this, this thing to be. Um, and uh, I guess that's about all we've got. Uh, hit us up with some feedback. At, uh, we're at, at MCUCast on Twitter. Facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast.wordpress.com, mcucast@gmail.com at for the email, and 573-CAST-MCU if you want to call and leave us a voicemail and tell us what you think uh, this next week sh- is going to be like. Who do you think is at the head of the real shield?
1: So depending on how you feel about my appearances, if you don't call and leave feedback, I'm coming back next week. Unless you liked me, but if you don't call and leave feedback, Jeff's coming back. Or, wait, I messed that up. Yeah,
0: Jeff may so, return. Just call. Just call. Just call. Call feedback. Me some feedback. Awesome. and Subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. Where can people find more stuff from you, Charles? Uh, over at
1: oh, charlesmcfall.com has a lot of what I do, charlesmcfall.com. But uh, every week I'm at From the Carrier with Brian Abbott of Coverville and Paul Klotz, who is our chief editor for all the articles that go out on the site. Uh, he's an amazing statistician, and he's—we call him Soapbox Clots because when he gets on a rant, man, it's awesome, it's great. And uh, Success Freaks every Tuesday we record on Blog Talk Radio, BlogTalkRadio.com/successfreaks. And I've got, uh, like I said, I've got panel by panel about to come out, which is about story arcs in comics, uh, done with uh, Uncle George Doro, who has been reading since the '60s. So it's a great insight of me being the new reader, him being the the experienced reader. Uh, And uh, we're hopefully going to do some great things here with uh, MCU cast soon, too.
0: Yeah, Uh, and, you know, that's cool. Uh, You've told me about that comic book podcast before. We made it do some crossovers coming up. I'm actually thinking about, and I haven't even talked to Jeff about this, so... uh, Screw you, Jeff. We've got a a lot of uh, dead time between Avengers and Ant-Man. We've got, like, a three-month window with no new Marvel content. Um, And so I'm thinking about one of the things we might do is pick a... Uh, marvel storyline something maybe civil war or maybe something else yeah. that goes that goes well with the show and have kind of a book club uh where, uh, yeah. where we where we do a little bit of the we'll do a little, like encourage people to read whatever the storyline is and then we'll we'll have a good spoilery discussion of that storyline leading up leading up to these uh big storylines that are n- intersecting the marvel universe
1: you know what else would be fun? Because everybody does their summertime specials, right? You do a summertime special blast from the past, where you go and watch the early Marvel stuff, like the nineteen seventy Spider-Man TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. And the Dolph be, Lundgren, uh Punisher, and you do the podcast on that. That'd be yeah, that
0: that would be a lot of fun. If I weren't
1: um, already subscribed, I'd subscribe to you for that.
0: Yeah, we, we've talked about some of that stuff. We might even do some like uh, <laughs> what was. Uh, uh, Ooh, do a commentaries guilty pleasure one. on those things. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but like do
1: a just, guilty pleasure one where you do it a DCU cast.
0: Yeah, that's true. You talk we about could,
1: Flash and you talk about Gotham and all that. We
0: stuff could too. do like a uh, a uh, a like mirror episode. Yeah, um, <laughs> a Bizarro episode. We'll call it. We'll call the episode Mirror Mirror, and we'll do. guys uh, nice. We'll do some D, just DC talk, all DC talk, and we'll all put on our fake goatees for the episode. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right man well uh thanks for being on the show charles it's been a blast as always awesome well we'll hopefully have you on again soon uh and uh you guys send some love to jeff uh and some congratulations
1: because you know his new wife is sending him some love (laughs) oh
0: yeah let's hope let's hope for jeff's sake um (laughs) plenty of loving's going on that's the most awkward that's the
1: most awkward honeymoon ever (laughs) No, I just married you because you were famous on a podcast.
0: Yeah, she married him for his podcast <laughs> fame. Man, is she in for a rude awakening when she realizes uh, that it has no value. <laughs> uh it will add it will add nothing to her life. <laughs> <laughs> uh my her uh, his his wife now and my girlfriend got together for her, uh, bachelorette party. My girlfriend went to the, her bachelorette party and, uh, and, you know, she was trying to like connect with her and talk to her about something that they might have in common. And she was like, Oh, um, so does Jeff constantly talk to you about how the podcast is going? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, is he, is he always bringing to you like how many, how many number, downloads they had that week? And, uh, Blah, blah 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 and like what, what kind of feedback they had and, <laughs> and she was like yes he won't stop <laughs>
1: that, that makes for a great show that's mm-hmm. why this thing is so awesome <laughs>
0: uh. alright everybody well thank you very much to Charles again and thank uh, check out all of his podcasts and um, CharlesMcFall.com and uh, yeah we'll see you next week everybody